So we got a lot to talk about. We got to talk about what's going on on Wall Street. We got to talk about what's going on on Capitol Hill. And yes, I'm doing this show even later today. Unfortunately, today it could not be helped. Um, father actually came to visit me earlier today. So, you know, I, I, I had a nice visit with him. Had a long talk. I didn't want to interrupt that. So got away, we got to talking about uh, the way black people are now compared to the way they used to be. We got to talking about how BWs don't have any respect for black men, which there has never been a circumstance in a discussion where I had the opportunity to probe certain questions. And today I was actually able to get some insight into why my mother and father separated, why they, you know, broke up or whatever, which is really interesting to say the least. That's why, you know, I might talk about this later on tonight I might do a late edition of Boss Talk where I talk about the importance of uh, the importance of men, the importance of men having a relationship with their fathers, if at all possible, because you'll be amazed at what you'll find out after you're grown. You know, once you're you're old enough to where your father feels like you can handle that type of conversation, you'll be amazed at some of the stuff you find out. And you may find out that your pops ain't as bad as you think he is. You may find out you've had the wool pulled over your eyes. But that's a conversation for another day. Shout out to everybody. Salute to all the conservatives out there. I hope you guys are doing great today. I hope y'all are having a great Friday. Um... Let's see, James said, these hackers and gamers about to change the playing field. Watch. Ugh. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Shout out to the famous Davis. He said, I bought 6,250 of Dogecoin this morning, and now they won't let me buy any stock on it. Top boy, good looking out. I got you on a drink. <laughs> Click clack. <laughs> So there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. And I actually found out that I was actually right yesterday. I was right about a few things. Now, you know how much I love to gloat when I'm right. You know how much I love to gloat. Oh, yeah, by the way, I forgot who it was that said they was going to send me some shirts. Was it, was it you, Famous Davis? Who was it that uh who was it that said they was gonna send me some shirts? 
for my kids, for my boys. Yeah, I got them, fam. I got them. Yeah, bro. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. You got the Jack Cactus joint. You feel me? That joint is nice right there. That joint right there. You got this joint. Yeah, I haven't given them to him yet. But yo, I appreciate it, fam. I appreciate it. They really gonna like them joints, man. They gonna like them joints. But yo, man, real talk though. Famous Davis, salute to you, sir. I appreciate you. I like your taste, bro. So, like I said, man, I hope you guys are having a great Friday. I hope you're having a productive Friday. I hope you was actually able to make some money off of the market with all of this goofiness going on. You know, surprisingly, I was able to make some money. Um, you know, I was able to make some money, but I was mostly able to make money off of, uh, surprisingly enough, cryptocurrency, you know, um, the market, as far as what I've invested in is down a little bit. So I might actually, I might actually buy up a bunch of stuff. But you know what? Here's something I thought about. And y'all correct me if I'm wrong. Y'all correct me if I'm wrong. Aren't we going to see... Because, you know, everything is still pretty much was closed up and it's just now starting to open up. If we see an end to this whole pandemic thing and things open back up for real, won't we see a huge surge in the market? Just out of curiosity, what do you, what do you guys think? Because I'm sitting there last night and I'm thinking about it. I'm saying to myself, okay, the markets, you know, keep being down. But I said now might actually be the perfect time to buy up a bunch of stock. You feel what I'm saying? Like now might be the perfect time to go ahead and 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 grab what you should what you can grab. Because at the end of the year, if the if the market you know, if the, if the economy opens back up, I would imagine that would make the market surge. But that's just my personal opinion. That's just me speculating. That was just me speculating. But... Before we go into anything, y'all already know how we do. Make sure you help a brother keep the channel going, support the channel. You can do so by going to Cash App, dollar sign, The Angry Man. We try to get at least 20 contributors for this particular show. In fact, should I put the... 
Yeah, screw it. I might as well throw the what you call this up there. So shout out to my man David, who who was watching last night's uh Boss Talk Radio. He said Boss Talk 10 is the work of God. Listening to it now. That's what's up. Man, David watching that joint. Turner. Who else we got? Showing some love. Shout out to my man D Rock Den. Coming through. Blessing the brother. Appreciate you. Turner. Shout out to Mr. Jackson. Coming through. Blessing the brother. Appreciate you. Turner. But yeah, make sure you guys go to the links. We try to get at least 20 contributors per show. This show anyway, we try to get at least 20 contributors. Y'all already know what it is. So like I was saying, I was actually right yesterday. I was actually right yesterday when it comes to when it comes to how I knew everyone would react to what Wall Street did, right? Now, you look at, you look at what the CEO Vlad or whatever his name is did with Robinhood. He's been all over Bloomberg, all over every platform he could possibly think of, trying to, Basically, Negro explained why he did what he did. Now, he's making the excuse and basically saying that, you know, they have people that they have to answer to and they have to cover this and cover that monetarily and this, that, and third. And they're saying that they did what they did to protect the customers. Now, you know, he gave a pretty decent explanation. But in my personal opinion, I still feel like it's Negro splaining. For those of you that don't know the term Negro splaining, it's whenever you catch somebody black doing something wrong, and then they have every excuse in the book for why they did what they did. And the purpose of the excuse is to rationalize or excuse or exonerate them from whatever behavior they engaged in. Now, despite what you think about the entire situation, right? Despite what you think about the entire situation, shout out to Dakota, he says, spit that fuego pimping, no doubt. Despite what you think about the situation, there are many people calling for this dude's arrest. That's how serious it is. There's people that's like, yo, arrest him. Lock him up. Like there's this folks saying, yo, lock him up. Lock him up. Get him up out of here. In fact, there's even look, this is how bad this is. And you know what? Yesterday when I was talking about it, and I was talking to my man Mike, 
Chinnery, and we was talking about it going to court or something like that. And we was like, well, it don't really matter if it go to court because we don't really have any faith in the courts right now. But the funny thing about this is this situation has seemed to somewhat unite Capitol Hill. This situation has seemed to somewhat united Capitol Hill. I mean, it was kind of short-lived, but you got Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez speaking out about the situation. You got Ted Cruz agreeing with her. And of course, that little situation was short-lived. I'll show you what she said in response to Ted Cruz agreeing with her, which further proves the case that you can't get along with leftists. You, you just can't. You just cannot. And then I told you, it's, it's kind of like when you look at the right and you look at the left, in the black, in the black world, you know, it's, it's, it's similar to the way the men and the women are. You ever notice as a black man, on the rare occasion that you agree with a black woman, She's disagreeable even when you're agreeing with her. You ever notice that? She could be like, you know what? It's crazy right now how they behaving in the streets. And you could be like, yeah, you're right. And she'll be like, what do you mean by that? Right? Like you can't even agree with them. You know, so you had uh, Ted Cruz Are they arguing? <clears throat> hey, yo! Yo! I'm not getting up. I'm not getting up. I, I don't care. I I don't care what y'all are doing. Both both of you shut up. I'm doing I'm doing a show. Both of you stop, right? You hear me? Yes. Both of you stop right now. Yeah. What are you doing in there? I'm just playing games and stuff. And and he he told he keep on telling me about uh get a job and stuff. And I'm like, bro, I'm playing a game right now. I'm I'm going to draw when I uh, with his head clock. So I'm I'm saying to you. Hey, look, look, look. Check this out. Check this out. Stop being so loud on the game and chill out and stop arguing. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. 
Hey. Yes. Are you complaining about him being loud on the game? Yeah, is he being loud on the game with his friend keep on cussing and stuff? Like, I want to keep on hearing that. Check this out. If that ain't the pot calling the kettle black, you know how many days you know how many days I sit up in here listening to you cursing and yelling at that video game? So if you want him to stop doing that, you need to stop doing it. That don't mean you're gonna stop doing it. If I tell you to stop doing it and I tell him to stop doing it, what that mean? What that mean? You don't know what that means? No. I'm going to give you a second to think about it. If I tell you to stop doing that, and I tell him to stop doing that, what does that mean is supposed to happen? I guess stop doing it. You guess stop doing it? Okay. You want to be cute? I'm not being cute. Yes, you are. You are being, you're being cute because I'm asking you a very simple question. I'm asking you a very simple question. If I tell you to stop screaming and cursing at that game, that means to stop doing it, right or wrong. Right. Okay, then. So stop trying to be cute. Both of you don't need to be in there screaming at no game. If you, if you When I played video games back in the day, I enjoyed it. If you're playing a video game and it's causing that much stress and anxiety, you need to take a break from it. As far as him, as, as far as far as him, as far as him getting a job, that's none of your business. Leave him alone when it comes to that, because it ain't gonna do nothing but start more arguments. I'm tired of the arguing. Okay. He want, well, he want to complain about him. He want to complain. He want to complain about him doing. All that I already already spoke to him about the laundry that's not an issue keep on crying about it like it's an issue start standing up on tell him look first of all look let me, let me explain something to you this is what you need to understand what he's doing that does not affect you Ain't none of your business. Just like what you do that don't affect him ain't none of his business. Do you hear me? I don't know why you listen to play the game. Do you hear me talking to you? Why are you worried about him? You need to be worried about me. Over focus on what we talking about. So what? You let me deal with him. That's y'all's problem. Y'all's problem. Y'all's biggest problem. Y'all's biggest problem is you both want to tell each other what to do. And I don't know why you're doing that. You know he ain't going to listen to you and you ain't going to listen to him. That's pointless. I'm sure it is. My head been hurting. My head been hurting for the past, what? 17, 18 years. That's how long I've had a headache. Do me a favor. You're in the same room. Stop talking to him. You hear me?
Excuse me. Oh, uh, yes, sir. So you sitting in there complaining about not being able to do laundry? Yeah, but. Ain't no but. I'm asking you a question. Yes. What day are you supposed to do laundry? Wednesday. What's the day? Friday. So whose fault is that? Mine. So then why are you sitting in there complaining like somebody did you wrong? Because I got towels to wash. What, what, what's your point? What's your point? No towels mean it, it's going to be hard to take showers and stuff. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Take your bag and go in there and wash your clothes. And from now on, Wednesday is your day to wash clothes. I'm not going to tell you again. I'm trying to teach you a lesson and you don't seem to understand it. If you went into the military, whatever day you're supposed to wash your clothes is the day you're supposed to wash your clothes. Whatever instructions they give you, that's what you're supposed to do. It's the same thing if you get a job. It's the same thing if you do anything else. I'm trying to teach you structure. You don't want to listen. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Huh? What's wrong? What's wrong is I got a couple of, 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 of knuckleheads in there, this, this hypocrites on a level unbelievable. He's in there complaining that the other one is too loud on the game. Yes. 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 My junior in there. While I'm trying to do the show, all I can hear is we need a house. We need a house. Preferably one that has rooms, rooms that have rooms on on like. Hey, that ain't none of your business, bro. That's none of your business what he does. If he wants to be a slacker, he's going to get the result of that. What? You can't let him do that. Oh, so you the concerned brother, huh? <laughs> so you're so what you're going to do is you're basically going to make him you're going to fix it so he walks the straight and narrow. Huh? So what what happens when you mess up? You hope somebody corrects you. <laughs> wow. Wow. You would think you would think with him trying to tell his younger brother what he should do. You would think with him believing that his older brother is going to correct him and with him so dedicated to helping his older brother straighten out you would think i'd be able to take a break you would think i would have no headaches and no problems at all What? 
Go shopping to buy what? I go where? Yeah. Yeah, it's in there. Hey. Hey. Come here, come here for a second. Check this out. You can't be talking junk to him just because you getting ready to start a job. And he, listen, not, listen. You can't talk junk to him because he's getting, because you getting ready to start a job. The only reason he does not have a job right now is because he is waiting for his replacement social security card so he can get an ID. He's already wanted to get a job for over a year now. The only reason why he hasn't got one is because of this pandemic and because of the fact that he does not have an ID like you do. And that's not his fault because I lost his social security card. So you can't talk junk to him about that. Okay. Hello. All right, go do whatever you're doing. Close my door. <sighs> Who was I talking about before this goofiness? Before they started bickering. Who was I talking about? James said we need an angry family show. Netflix, get off your A and peep game. <laughs> AOC, yeah. That's right, AOC, my bad. So, with AOC, you know, she actually said something that made sense. In fact, I got the screenshot up here. So when the situation happened with uh when the situation happened yesterday with them halting the trading on Robin Hood's app for uh GameStop and you know AMC. So Alexandria Ocasio Cortez with her goofy self. She says, this is unacceptable. We now need to know more about Robin Hood app's decision to block retail investors from purchasing stock while hedge funds are freely able to trade the stock as they see fit. As a member of the Financial Services Committee, I'd support a hearing if necessary. And Ted Cruz said, I fully agree. Now that was pretty decent. You know, they finally agree on something. But when I first heard about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez saying this, 
I said, there's some goofiness with it. You, you, she's not gonna make a statement without there being some kind of goofiness, right? Shout out to Walter H. He said, just wondering if YouTube been tripping or is it on my end, having been getting your notifications. Man, YouTube is always tripping, fam. You, you already know that. So I knew it was gonna be some goofiness, right? So she responds <laughs> to, she responds to Ted Cruz by saying, I am happy to work with Republicans on this issue where there's common ground, but you almost had me murdered three weeks ago, so you can sit this one out. Wow. Happy to work with almost any other GOP that aren't trying to get me killed. In the meantime, if I want your help, you can resign. Wow. See, you can't even, you can't even agree with them. They're not even agreeable people. Now, I want you to keep this in mind. She's in Congress. She's in Congress, bro. She's in Congress saying that. Can you believe that? Now, there was actually, someone actually responded to that. Let me see if I can find it. Let's see. There actually was a letter that was sent out. Let's see if I can find it. Seen somebody post it on Instagram. Let's see. I'm probably not going to be able to find it, but basically there's a letter that was sent out by another, um, another member of Congress basically condemning AOC and saying that she needs to apologize immediately. And I agree, like in my personal opinion, what she just did, that should be an impeachable offense, man. Like, spewing out baseless claims like that, that should be an impeachable def uh, uh, offense. She shouldn't be able to just say stuff like that without any evidence or any proof of that and then be able, like, she's literally behaving like she's still in high school. Jesus Christ, this is what I hate about Instagram. The, the whole point, like, Instagram is just a young person's app 
And I don't say that in the sense that, oh, it's complicated and I don't understand it. No, I completely understand it. But Instagram is a young person's app because it's not it's not for people with long attention spans. It, it's for people with short attention spans. Because if you, you could literally be looking at something in the timeline and you can come out of the app and go back into the app and it will reset itself. Like it'll literally reset itself. So you don't even get to go back to what you were looking at. I should have took a screenshot of it. I do that every time. And now because I'm looking for it, 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 it ain't going to come up. Annoying. Let's see if I can pull it up on the thing. Let's see. Yeah, Chip Roy. Representative Chip Roy call for an immediate apology. Call for an immediate apology. So after, you know, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said what she said today, let's see if I can find the actual letter. You don't got the actual letter posted up there. Let's see, maybe the New York Post has it. But this is this is the type of juvenile behavior that they have going on in Congress. But we had to constantly hear, we had to constantly hear about, we had to constantly hear about Donald Trump's tweets. Constantly. But she can make a statement like that. Twitter doesn't bat an eye. Twitter doesn't bat an eye. They don't say nothing. They just allow her to say stuff like that. Yeah, James, I got to start screenshotting everything as well because I need to realize they delete stuff. They're always trying to uh, uh, scrub the internet. But anyway, we got the Newsweek article. So it says, Representative Chip Roy demands AOC apologize to Ted Cruz for almost had me murdered tweet. Texas representative, and of course it would be somebody from Texas, it's starting to seem like the only representation in Congress that has any sense are Texans and maybe Floridians it, it, you know, it's, it's seeming like the only people in Congress that have any sense are people from red states, right? Texas Representative Chip Roy demanded an apology from New York Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez on Thursday for a tweet in which Ocasio-Cortez alleged that Texas Senator Ted Cruz almost had her murdered during the January riot at the U.S. Capitol building. 
Cruz was one of a number of Republicans who challenged the victory of Joe uh, Swiper in the Electoral College during the congressional confirmation in January. Supporters of former President Donald Trump entered the Capitol building during. That is a lie. That is a lie. That's not completely true. Anyway, let's move on to the actual to the actual story. They love putting misinformation out and then basically claiming everybody else is putting misinformation out. So in a Thursday letter to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Roy called Ocasio-Cortez allegations scurrilous. It is completely unacceptable behavior for a member of Congress to make this kind of scurrilous charge against another member in the House or Senate for simply engaging in speech and debate regarding electors as they interpret the Constitution. I ask you to call on her to immediately apologize and retract her comments, Roy wrote. If Representative Ocasio-Cortez does not apologize immediately, Roy continued, we will be forced to find alternative means to condemn this regrettable statement. Newsweek reached out to Pelosi's office for comment. Roy had pledged to join some Republican colleagues in objecting to uh, Swiper's win after... Uh, blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. See, this is why I can't stand... This is why I can't stand mainstream media. You can't... You can't get them to... Now... They're saying they reached out to Pelosi's office for a comment. Instead of telling us the comment that Pelosi's office put out, they want to put more uh, uh, rhetoric in in the thing. This is why you can't even. This is why you can't even read mainstream media anymore. You know, as far as their articles and their news uh, paper, you can't even read it anymore because it's filled with look. Roy had pledged to join some Republicans, colleagues in, in objecting to Biden's win after the riot. Roy considered his position in remarks to Congress when the electoral vote count had reconvened. Roy signaled out Trump's repeated baseless claims of voter fraud as a factor in the riot. See what I mean? They have to try to contradict the person for the statements they're saying, even if the statements are right and exact, right? The president should never have spun up certain Americans to believe something that simply cannot be, Roy said. Roy did not object to Biden. See what I mean? See what I mean? I thought you were giving us a statement from Pelosi's office. You, you see my point? Born Winner said they were celebrating AOC's tweet on Hot 97 this morning said that even hip-hop culture is compromised. Yeah, sad that hip-hop culture, of course, of course. You, you know why hip-hop culture is compromised? The reason why hip-hop culture is compromised is because it's filled with a bunch of niggas. That's why. That's why. Hip-hop culture been compromised. <laughs> Hip-hop culture has been compromised ever since you saw rappers parading around on stage with dresses on. It's It's been compromised. You feel what I'm saying? 
It's been compromised. Hold on, let me let me throw some of these contributions up here. Let's see. Who was the last one I put up there? Mr. Jackson. Shout out to Derek coming through dropping some bread. Appreciate you. Turner. Let's see. He says, salute, big bro. Salute to you, fam. Shout out to Kevin. He said a little something for the building fund. Appreciate you, bro. Shout out to Big Mike. He said, hit him with the heat. Appreciate you, Big Mike. Turner. Dreaming Jay said, for the content. Appreciate you. Now, you're probably asking, so. Turner. More political shenanigans from, you know, AOC and more condemnation directed towards conservatives like Ted Cruz, you know, more of the witch hunt. You know, they're, they're clinging to that rhetoric for as long as they can because they're trying their best to keep the lie alive that they were so in danger on the 6th of January, which is absolutely laughable, right? But they're trying to keep that rhetoric going. But you're probably saying, okay, angry man, what does this have to do with Wall Street? Well, it has a lot to do with Wall Street. And if you're really looking at it from this angle, if you have Democrats and Republicans agreeing that something went wrong, you know, yesterday with Robin Hood, that does not bode well for Robin Hood. If 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 the two if two groups that have been drastically divided you know for the past 6 months to over you know over a year i mean they've always been divided but the past 6 months more than ever if they decide to come together because of something you doing that's not good now he might be in good shape because you got some some of the power players that what's the best way for me to say this? Peaceful pull appreciate you. He said for the movement and Dodgecoin, no doubt. Turner. The only problem is this. This is the only problem. You know, it's cute that Alexandria Ocasio Cortez has a problem with what Robin Hood did. And it's admirable that Ted Cruz agreed with her. In my personal opinion, I don't know why, I don't know why conservatives have such a desperate need to be accepted by the left. I don't know what that's about. I don't know why conservatives keep expecting the left to behave like decent human beings. Like, how many times does the left have to give you their ass to kiss before you realize they're not cool with you? And you know what Ted Cruz should have done instead of agreeing with 
Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's tweet. He should have just made his own tweet condemning it. Why are you even agreeing with her? Why are you even, why are you even in her, why are you even in her tweet or in her timeline? I don't understand that. Why are you even on Twitter? You, you see my point? Why are you even on Twitter after what they did? Exactly, Bronze Dip. I wouldn't have given her the time of day either. Exactly, Famous Davis. Why are you even following her? What purpose does that serve? What purpose does that serve? See, this is the problem. And see, this is the main reason why right now as we speak, the possibility of a third party is a very real thing. It's a very real thing. And a lot of people think it ain't going to happen. A lot of people think that it's not a possibility, but you had a very high percentage of people. I think 40 some percent, if not, I forgot how much it was. But there was a large percentage of people that agreed that the idea of a third party, Patriot Party, was a good idea. Now, this is just me speculating, and y'all can agree or you can disagree, right? This is just me speculating. But in my personal opinion, I believe that if they create one, especially if the orange man is at the head of it, I see not only, I not only see a large percentage of working class people joining that party, but I also see a bunch of Republicans converting from that to that. Now, I don't know how you feel about the sentiment, but I'll put it to you like this. I sincerely doubt that I will ever vote Republican again. However, if a Republican candidate should change his party affiliation to a Patriot party, I'll vote for them. I'll vote for them. Straight up and down. I'll vote for them. Because to be truthfully honest, the shameful act, the shameful act of the Republican Party over the last year they deserve for their pop party to become like they deserve for the party, the grand old party to be just that old and gone, gone into obscurity. It deserves the, 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 the GOP deserves to cease to be a party just based upon what it did over the last year. Just based on the last year, they don't deserve to have a party anymore.
because the only reason that the Democrats were able to do what they did is because they stuck together thick as thieves. They stuck together thick as thieves, right or wrong. Right or wrong, they stuck together. But on the Republican side, you got a bunch of petty, penny ante clowns that have their own personal vendettas. You got Mitch McConnell thinking he's more powerful than the president and all up in his feelings, all up in his fifis for whatever reason. You got Liz Cheney thinking this is still George Bush Jr.'s uh, administration. You got all of these individuals that are in their feelings and they're in, they, they've had to come to a rude awakening. What rude awakening is that? The fact that Trump wasn't part of the Republican Party. He is the Republican Party. He is the Republican Party. He completely converted it. He completely changed it. It's no longer, it's no longer the party. You, you have your rhinos, you have your traditional neocon Republicans, right? You got your traditional Republicans, but the swell that you saw was a bunch of people joining the Republican party simply because that's the party that Trump chose to identify with period. So you're sitting back looking at it now. You have a bunch of people that are really only Republicans because they follow Trump. So if he were to just say, you know what? I'm not a Republican no more. I'm part of the Patriot Party. A lot of people are going to say, okay, I'm part of the Patriot Party. You're even going to have some Democrats that's going to join that. Why is that? Look at look at what's going on with the current administration. People are already sick of them. And the corruption, the corruption of Wall Street is definitely tied into Capitol Hill. We we gonna get to that in a second. We're gonna get to that in a second. But show, if you're just coming in here, make sure. If you're just coming in here, make sure you support the channel. You can do so by going to Cash App, dollar sign, The Angry Man. Make the Cash App ring during the stream. I need 10 people. I need 10 people right now off the rip to go ahead and support the channel. Hit the Cash App. I need 10 people. Matter of fact, I'm going to start doing that again. Press 1 in the chat room if you're going to be one of the 10 to hit the Cash App. Press one in the chat room if you're gonna be one of the 10 to hit the cash app. See, we got three. You got three, my man, Peaceful Pulley, doubling up, probably tripling up. You feel me? 
Let's throw these joints up here. Let's see, what was the last one I put up there? Peaceful Pulley. Let's see. Let me throw these joints up here real quick. Matter of fact, we ain't even, we ain't even gonna use the what you call it. Matter of fact, screw it, we'll use it. Only reason why I'm thinking about not using it is because if I do boss talk later on, when I do the credits on boss talk, it's going to show the credits for that show and this show. And it makes the credits super long, but screw it. It is what it is. Shout out to Amani. He said for the honorable minister, angry man, preach. <laughs> Appreciate you, bro. Turner. Shout out to dark power for coming through as always. Appreciate you, bro. Shout out to Peaceful Pulley for tripling up. Let's see. He said, pick up my kids later. That's going to be me tonight. <laughs> I feel you, bro. Turner. Fathers unite. Alonzo, he said, peace, keep pushing. The real, AKA the blue blazer. Oh, what's going on, blue blazer? What's good with you, fam? I ain't talked to you in a minute. I ain't been on nobody's panels or whatever. Appreciate you, bro. Turner. And just for the record, me and that brother had a disagreement. Me and that brother was debating and going back and forth. And that just, that just show you that's some grown man stuff right there. Even though brothers disagree, they can still be cool with each other. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Norris Broadway. He said, here you go, bro. Appreciate you. Shout out to the last Hokage. He said, the work you've been doing lately has been outstanding. Appreciate you, bro. Uh, Austin, appreciate you. Yeah, man, we got Somebody got to do this work. Somebody got to do this work. There's too many folks running around here talking about. There's too many folks running around here talking about women nonstop. We got, we got too much work to do, man. We got too much work to do to be focused on, you know, uh, uh, failed relationships and things of that nature. Seagull Enterprises. Appreciate you. Turner. Eugene, appreciate you, bro. Turner. PTC. What's going on? What's good? So you're probably wondering what is the corruption in Washington, right? Or what it seems like the corruption. Well, Turner. there are many of you who believe that people run for public office for the purposes of trying to help the people. 
press one in the chat room if you are one of the people that believes that. Shout out to Jern. Turner. Ray one slash zero said, thank you for the information, sir. Even the inadvertent information. I can't wait to have sons. <laughs> or it's a job, bro. Appreciate you, Jern. But press one. If you believe or, you know, not now, but prior to 2020, prior to 2020, press one if you believe, or better yet, here's, here's a better way to pose the question. Better way to pose the question is, if you were to run for office, wouldn't you run for office with the intention of wanting to help the people. That's usually why most people decide to run for public office. You know, they see something going on in their community and, you know, it, it annoys them. It annoys them, so they say, you know what? I'm gonna do something about this. I'm gonna do something about this. I'm, I'm not just gonna sit idly by while my community is destroyed, right? Norris said, matter of fact, AM, I need to drop a little bit more bread so you can continue to fuel those rockets you're launching to nuke cats from space. <laughs> so it's just like, matter of fact, I'm, I'm gonna give you a perfect example of someone. Let me, let me see if I can find this video. Let me see if I can find this video. I'm gonna give you a perfect example of someone who got into public office simply because he was tired of the foolishness that he saw, right? So here in North Carolina, there's a guy who never, never ran for office before, never had any experience in office, but he was sick and tired of what they were doing in Greensboro, North Carolina, right? Now, what ignited his uh, uh, base and what ignited his um, run for Lieutenant Governor was a speech that he gave at the Greensboro City Council on a, on a talking about the gun show ban, all right? So I wanna play this speech, it's a short speech, it's not a long speech, but it's kind of inspirational because this is the reason why most people run for office, right? Let me pull it up real quick. Mr. Robinson? Yes. Okay. Uh, I didn't have time to uh, You have to give us your name. Oh, I'm sorry. My name is Mark Robinson. I live at 4015 Sassafras Court. That's right here in Greensboro. I've lived in Greensboro all my life. 
Uh, I didn't have time to write a fancy speech. I didn't have time to, you know, I didn't have the, the resource of an English teacher to sit down and write a speech with at school today and be, you know, brought over here or practice or anything. What I really came down here for is this. Uh, I've heard a whole lot of people in here talking tonight about this group and that group and domestic violence and blacks, these minorities and that minority. What I want to know is, when are you all going to start standing up for the majority? And here's who the majority is. I'm the majority. I'm a law-abiding citizen who's never shot anybody, never committed a serious crime, never committed a felony. I've never done anything like that. But it seems like every time we have one of these shootings, nobody wants to blame, put the blame where it goes, which is at the shooter's feet. You want to put it at my feet. You want to turn around and restrict my right constitutional right that's spelled out in black and white. You want to restrict my right to buy a firearm and protect myself from some of the very people you're talking about in here tonight. It's ridiculous. I don't think Rod Serling could come up with a better script. It does not make any sense. The law-abiding citizens of this community and many communities around this country, we're the first ones taxed and the last one's considered and the first one's punished when things like this happens because our rights are the ones that are being taken away. That's the reason why I came down here today. Gun show or no gun show, NRA or no NRA. I'm here to stand up for the law-abiding citizens of this community because I'm going to tell you that what's going to happen. You can take the guns away from us all you want to. You all write a law, I follow the law, I'll bring my guns down here, I'll turn them in. But here's what's going to happen. The Crips and the Bloods on the other side of town, they're not going to turn their guns in. They're going to hold on to them. And what's going to happen when you have to send the police down there to go take them? The police can barely enforce the law as it is. It's what I see. We demonize the police, criminalize and, and, and vilify the police, and we make the criminals into victims. And we're talking about restricting guns? How are you going to do that? How are you going to do that when the police department's already hamstrung? You're not going to be able to go down here and take these guns from these criminals. So the criminals are going to hold on to their guns. They're still going to have them. They're still going to break in my house, and they're still going to shoot me with them. And guess who's going to be the one that suffers? It's going to be me. Well, I'm here to tell you tonight, it is not going to happen without a fight. And when I say fight, I don't mean shots fired. I don't mean fist thrown. I mean I'm going to come down here to this city council and raise hell just like these loonies from the left do until you listen to the majority of the people in this city. And I am the majority. The majority of the people in this city are law-abiding. And they follow the law. And they want their constitutional right to be able to bear, to bear arms. They want to be able to gun go to the gun show and buy a hunting rifle or sport, a sport rifle. There are no military-grade weapons sold, showed, uh, sold at the uh, gun show. An AR-15 is not a military-grade weapon. Anybody that would go into combat with an AR-15 is a fool. It's a semi-automatic 22 rifle. You'd be killed in 15 minutes in combat with that thing. So we need to dispel all these myths, and we need to drop all this, all this division that we got going on here. Because the bottom line is, when that Second Amendment was written, whether the framers liked it or not, they wrote it for everybody. And I am everybody. And the law abiding citizens of this city are everybody. And we want our rights, and we want to keep our rights. And by God, we're going to keep them. Come hell or high water.
that was an inspirational speech. That was an inspirational speech. And I can tell you right now, I've lived in Greensboro. And I can tell you right now in Greensboro, North Carolina, there is a problem. There is a crime problem. A huge crime problem. Oh, don't get it twisted. Shout out to David. He says, sliding you some bread. Appreciate you. Shout out to Eden 2020. There is a crime problem in Greensboro. And taking away the rights of average everyday citizens to own guns would only subject them to being victims of more crime. This is a fact, right? Now, this, this brother went down there. He gave his speech in front of the uh, city council, but he didn't stop there. He, he took matters into his own hands and ran for public office and won. He's never, he, and he's a, he's a conservative Republican. He's never ran for public office, never held public office. But he ran in Greensboro and won lieutenant governor, right? Now, that right there is a prime example of what America is supposed to be about. And just like most of you, you know, in fact, his situation makes me feel like I could run for public office, like for real. Um, Eden, appreciate you. And it lets you know that there's a, there's a change in the wind. There's a shift in the wind. Do you really think that what just recently got exposed last year in November was an isolated event? You really think that? Just think about this. Washington gets exposed in the worst way at the end of 2020. Right behind that, coming on the heels of that exposure, Wall Street get exposed in the worst way. See, this is a sign of the times. There is a shift that is happening and people aren't paying attention to it. There's a shift that's happening. See, back in the day when people got upset and revolted, there would be a, a, a crowd or a mob and they would storm wherever and they would have the torches and the pitchforks and don't, and don't get fooled. That What you saw on the 6th of January, that wasn't nobody storming anything. Let, let's just be real. Let's just be real. You know good and well that Trump supporters and conservatives believe in guns. So if they were really trying to do something, that would have been a whole different situation. Let, let's just be real. We've seen the videos, right? We've seen the videos. But in this day and age, the people revolting looks very different. It looks different because in this day and age, when, when countries go to war, is it two armies on a field running at each other? No, it's not. In this day and age, when people go to war, it's, it's cyber warfare. It's digital, right? So you got to think, if that's the case when it comes to warfare, wouldn't that be the same case when it comes to the people rebelling? That's what you just saw. That's what you just saw with... Uh, 
this Reddit situation. That's what you just saw with Wall Street. It's rebelling. It's like, okay, no, you know what? We we see it for what it is. We we know what it is. We've been around the block and back. We know what's going on. You 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 can't put the rabbit back in the hat. We see it for what it is, right? So when you look at all of this, you have you're gonna have new people running for office that have never held public office, especially if they mess around and kick off this Patriot Party, right? You're going to see people running for office that never ran for office before. And you might actually see some kind of change. Maybe not a lot, maybe not fast. But you're going to see some kind of change, right? Now, I believed, foolishly, because based on how I would operate, I believed that people go into public service to serve the public. <laughs> I'm like, who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? I foolishly believed that people who go into public service go into public service for the purpose of serving the public. How dare I believe that? That's too much like common sense. Well, guess what? If you believe that too, then you, you're just as wrong as me. The only reason that these people go into public service, the only reason that these people climb these corporate ladders, it's so that they could be in the position to have their hand on the faucet. And now we have proof of it. See, if you ever sat back and looked at politics, and wondered why are politicians moving a certain way? Why are they doing this and why are they doing that? See, you you foolishly think that they're doing it for the best interests of the people. You foolishly think that they're you know doing this so that they can uh, make sure that America's straight or this, that, and the third or whatever. They're not doing that. What they're doing is they're positioning themselves for a payoff. They're positioning themselves for a big payday. And this is why some of the moves they're making doesn't really make sense, right? Doesn't really make sense. Prime example, prime example. Let me let me see if I can pull up this this story. So, you have Janet Yellen, who is part of the Obama, excuse me, not Obama, what am I talking about? Part of the Biden administration. Let, let's pull this up real quick. And tonight we continue to follow the ongoing David versus Goliath brawl that's broken out on Wall Street tonight as a group of small, Small-time Main Street traders taking on the big hedge fund Goliaths who got caught in a massive, what they do is they short stocks and a short squeeze, and they lost billions. After retail investors, they banded together to buy stocks like GameStop, AMC, BlackBerry, and others. 
Now, how's the establishment responding to getting beaten by the little guy? Well, they've been freezing trades on apps like Robinhood and even censoring online message boards. And get this, we're now learning tonight, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, right there, she was paid a whopping $800,000 from the hedge fund Citadel, which is one of the funds at the center of this controversy. Now ask yourself, we're gonna hire a speaker for an event that you have? Let me see, who could I hire? Oh, Janet Yellen, we'll give her $800,000. Uh, we have to face a simple truth here. There is, there always has been, too many financial Wall Street and political ties with Wall Street and people in government. I'm not saying anything nefarious. I'm saying, hmm, I wonder if they hired uh, her for her great knowledge and interesting speaking style. Biden White House downplaying the payments and the entire GameStop story, but it's already now drawing bipartisan calls for investigations on Capitol Hill. Somebody who knows a lot more about this than me, the author of The Trump Century, He's the host of the number one show on our sister network, Lou Dobbs tonight, the one and only Lou Dobbs. You know, I think Janine and your, your monologues scare me more than my own monologues. I don't know. Um, good to see you, Lou. Uh, Great to see you, Sean. All right. Can we break this down? Hedge funds, shorting stocks. It's part of a process. Little guys banding together. Now looks like then they stop. People can't cash out at this point. Things got ugly today. The word rigged, we heard it a lot uh, under the previous president, didn't we? This is a rigged uh, event, and that is Robin Hood, which has all sorts of great, positive, wonderful connotations. Uh, its CEO today deciding to disrupt the market, uh, and particularly to the disadvantage of those who were buying stock in a company that big money had said would only decline. I, but this is a complicated story, uh, more complicated than it's being presented, because there are a lot of hedge funds on the other side of these trades standing with those folks who started this uh, acquisition uh, uh, effort, buying up the stock as the shorts uh, primarily from the hedge funds moved in. But there are also those hedge funds on the long side of this, Sean, so it gets complicated. The actions taken by Robinhood and several other inter internet brokerages today to change the rules of, uh, of Wall Street right in the middle of this event uh, probably means that Robinhood will very likely have, uh, it could in fact uh, lose, uh, the current owners could lose control of that company. The SEC has an absolute responsibility to move in and to stop this nonsense. And I want to say that two class action lawsuits have been filed against Robinhood. Oh! Angry man was right yesterday. Oh, I don't know why y'all think. I'm gonna just take a moment. I'm, I'm gonna just take a moment and, and, and bask in my rightness. I'm gonna take a moment and I'm just stare off in the space. You know, you know, those photos, those, uh, um, you know, those political photos when the guy stands there in the suit and he's got the American flag behind him, right? He's got the American flag behind him. And, and in addition to the American flag, there's an eagle and he just stands there like. I'm just gonna bask in the rightness. 
What did I tell y'all yesterday? Did I or did I not tell you I smell a class action lawsuit? Well, I was actually wrong. <laughs> only smelled one class action lawsuit. It actually ended up being two. In fact, I might want to do some research and see if I can get in on that because I definitely had some orders in that got canceled. But how many times, didn't I tell you guys yesterday? Didn't I say that yesterday? Didn't I say that yesterday? And, and late last night I was watching Bloomberg and they were, you know, they were interviewing uh, the CEO of um, Robin Hood. And they were talking about it and they were saying, well, yeah, um, we got to ask, did, did anyone tell you to uh, halt the trading? Because if they did, that's insider trading. I knew it was insider trading. I knew it. I said, if, if he allowed anybody to tell him, you feel me? He, he said, that's the I'm a bad man pose. Oh, see, you shouldn't have did that. You shouldn't have did that. You shouldn't have did that. You, you shouldn't have did that. You shouldn't have said that. You, you, know, you know what's gonna happen now. Let's see. You, you shouldn't have did that. Now I gotta find it. Let's see if I can find it. times look how many times look everybody that watches me on a regular basis how many times do i gotta be right before people finally realize i know what i'm talking about how many times how many times do i have to be right before people realize i know what i'm talking about i knew when he halted the trading of those stocks and he made some kind of excuse um something about 
he has to cover a certain amount of money and they had to raise money in this. Look, we ain't got nothing to do with that. The consumer has nothing to do with that. The, the, the people who are using your app have nothing to do with that. That's like, that's just like if you, that's just like if you put out an internet website and you're selling a product and you're taking orders for the product, but you don't, you don't have enough product to cover all the orders. That ain't the customer's fault. That's your fault. That's your fault. That's your fault. And it falls under market manipulation. It definitely falls under an SEC violation. It definitely does. And I knew somebody was going to file a class action lawsuit because why can you, why are you able to file a lawsuit? You're able to file a lawsuit because there are damages. When they halted the, the trading of that stock, it made the freaking value go down. And I told y'all that yesterday. And guess what? Today, guess what happened? Guess what happened today? Does anybody know what happened today when they allow people to buy? See, Moni Love says she had in an order. I had in orders for AMC. I had in orders for uh, uh, GameStop. She said she had in orders for AMC and uh, uh, Naked and couldn't buy. People lost money yesterday, right? And guess what? Today on Bloomberg, guess what they was trying to figure out? Because yesterday, what was I saying? Yesterday I was saying, look, yesterday, I said yesterday, in fact, I was having this discussion yesterday and y'all heard what I said. I said, look. MEG, appreciate you. I said, look. By them stopping the trading yesterday, it made the value of the stock drop back down. The value of the stock dropped almost $200, right? And everybody was trying to say in the chat room yesterday, all, a lot of people were saying in the chat room yesterday, angry man, that stock ain't really worth nothing. No way. That's artificial. People are going to dump that stock anyway. I said, yo, I don't think so. Yesterday, I told y'all, I said, I was buying stock in it yesterday. I had orders to buy yesterday because I did not think the stock had peaked yet. I didn't think it peaked yet, right? And so everybody was like, nah, it peaked, you know, it wasn't going to go no higher, no way. So on Bloomberg, they're actually having an interview with the uh, CEO of M1 Finance. And they're talking to him and they're saying, this is a strange phenomenon. Why are people still holding on to the GameStop stock? And he said, I don't know. They, they can't explain it. I know. I know why they're holding on to it. And guess what? The fact that they're holding on to it, if they had not stopped the trading yesterday, the freaking price of it would have went even higher than it already was. 
Why? Because you had guys like me who had a little bit of the stock and made some money and was like, yo, I'm going to grab some more of that since I know it's going up. So yesterday, you would have had more people buying it. It would have went, it would have went even higher. It may not have skyrocketed, but it would have went higher. So that's market manipulation at its finest. In fact, what happened? Let, let me, let me see. Let me go look it up real quick. Let me look it up real quick. So guess what happened? Guess what happened? Guess what happened? Guess what happened yesterday? So yesterday, when they stopped the trading of the stock, it dropped. It dropped by a hundred and some dollars. They opened back up the trading today for GameStop and guess what? It went back up. $131. Why do y'all think I don't know what I'm talking about? Can, can somebody answer that question for me? Can somebody answer that question for me? Why, why do people think I don't know what I'm talking about? You, you immediately had to stop, jump back up and recover. It literally recovered it literally recovered its position. Come on now, talk back to me. I mean, did anybody else see that? Did anybody else see how that stock went back up? Where y'all at? We got 400 people in here. Maybe it's my, hold on. Let me see if my thing is, needs to be refreshed. Got almost 500 people in here and ain't nobody responding in the chat room. You've been watching it, right? Who's been watching that stock? The stock went back up today. If they hadn't stopped the trading on that stock, well, we, we don't know. We don't know where the stock would have been. But I know this. I know this. It would have been, it would have been higher. David said, I think most of us believe you know what you're talking about. Yeah, there's most of you, but some folks don't believe it. There, there's a few, there's a few folks that don't believe it. Cause they was trying to tell me that the stock was worthless in it. Look. The stock is not, this is why Wall Street is confused. Wall Street is confused because they think the only way a stock can be worth something is if the company is doing well. That's, that's not the way a stock works. This is why they are confused about cryptocurrency, right? If you've learned anything, 
from cryptocurrency, you've learned that you can artificially create value. Exactly. They broke the momentum of GameStop. If we've learned anything from cryptocurrency, you've learned that you can artificially create value. NLSKKBU, appreciate the membership. Yeah, Wall Street sleeps on a lot of stocks. They definitely do. They definitely do. Let me see. Shout out to Peaceful. Peaceful Pulley dropping some more bread. Appreciate you, bro. He said, AM, I got you, bro. Appreciate you. Turner! Shout out to Anne Marie coming through blessing us. Shout out to One-Eyed One. Turner! Coming through. Turner! Shout out to Tori. Appreciate you. Shout out to Man Miller. Appreciate you, fam. Turner! Shout out to David. He said, my comment is in the chat, AM. My bad, fam. It's, it's been a little... Chat them scrolled up. Let me see. Turner! Let me see if I can find it. Okay, David said, Cash App comment word. That would be such a game changer to have a party that unites Democrats and Republicans. Yeah, it would. That's what's going to end up happening. That's what's going to end up happening. Whether we like it or not, that's going to end up happening. D. Young, appreciate you. Turner! Anthony, appreciate you. Oh, but this situation gets worse. It gets worse. Turner! The situation gets worse. Terry, appreciate you. Turner! As it turns out, we actually live 
in a real world situation, something that's straight out of a movie. You know how in the movies, politicians just become politicians to line their pockets? Shout out to Hemi G, he said, favorite show, hold a line. Appreciate you, bro. Turner! You know how they become politicians just to line their pockets? That's literally what we're looking at. And one could argue, so you got Janet Yellen, who is part of the Biden administration, and one of the hedge funds that is right at the center of this Robin Hood crap, one of the hedge funds that's losing money, right? I wonder how much money they lost. But one of the hedge funds that's losing money just happens to pay her $800,000 for a speaking engagement? Does that sound right to you? Does that sound right to you? You know what that sounds like to me? Remember on the movie Wash, the Wash with uh, Snoop Dogg and Dre? Remember when uh, uh, Tommy Chong showed up to, to, to sell Snoop some, some weed and he had the weed and he said, look, I'm selling you the bong. I'm not, I'm giving you the weed, but I'm selling you the bong. But the bong, the price he wanted for the bong was actually the price for the weed. See, that's the, that's the goofiness. So you gotta ask yourself, was that 800,000 really for speaking? Or is that just the cover? You gotta ask yourself that question because you gotta figure out, okay, do you have a hand in this? Did, did, who made the phone call to Robin Hood? You feel me? Because if a hedge fund is losing a ton of money, oh, let's make a, put in a phone call to so-and-so over at the State Department or put in a phone call to so-and-so over at Capitol Hill. We gotta put a stop to this. Right? Pookie, appreciate the membership. We got to put a stop to this. And if that happened, that is definitely insider trading. If that happened, that's definitely corruption at the highest level. This is ridiculous. Dude ain't even been in office a month. We said this was going to happen. How many people said this was going to happen? How many people said this was going to happen? Dude ain't even been in office a freaking month. Let's see, the company is turning around. They they have Michael Burry on the board. The guy, the movie The Big Short was based on. Extra Chewy owner on the board that is working turning the company. Oh, so they're trying to turn, they're trying to turn GameStop around. You doggone right, that's the okie doke, Picasso. Yes, that's the okie doke. That's the effery. Let's just be real. And everybody sees it. Like, look, I need to get my sound bite back. The joint that said, everybody sees it, nigga. Like, everybody sees it. Everybody can see it. It's, it's not no, look, this is not no mystery. Anybody could look at this situation 
and and see you could read this with your eyes closed let's see but for what they have done here over the course of the past 12 hours and uh, it's it's good to see. What is not good to see is in a presumably active Biden administration here, uh, with the likes, uh, you know, of you know, all sorts of uh, market uh, regulator uh, inclined uh, advocates in the administration. They've done nothing. The SEC hasn't stepped in. Finra hasn't stepped in. All of the the exchanges are mute. Uh, this is an outrage, and it's an outrage that's got to be fixed. And this isn't the stuff for a, uh, you know, a commission uh, of, of some sort. This should be an outright, in my opinion, criminal investigation. Facts! Wow. Facts! Facts! Straight up criminal investigation. Yes, Billy Ray and Winthorpe III just exposed the Dukes. It was the Dukes. It was the Dukes. It was the Dukes. They just exposed the Dukes. You feel me? Trying to freaking get get that freaking crop report from uh whatever that guy's name is. <laughs> what was the guy's name on uh on Trading Space? What was what was the guy's name that was sneaking around with the with the crop report? Beaks. Yeah. They, they they just they just exposed they just exposed the dukes trying to get the secret crop report from Beaks. Oh my God, it, yo, this is crazy. We're living in a movie right now. We're living in a movie right now. This is hilarious. This is hilarious. And it gets worse. It's not just Janet Yellen. It's not just Janet Yellen. It's also Nancy Pelosi. Oh yes. Oh yes. Let's pull this story up real quick. So it says Nancy Pelosi buying Tesla stock options isn't illegal, but it's not great either. Oh, Nancy Pelosi just bought a ton of Tesla stock. A ton of it. You know why? How many of you know why Pelosi bought a ton of Tesla stock? Does anybody know? Would anybody like to take a stab at it? And by the way, we almost got 30 contributors in here. Let, you know what? Let's get four more people to hit the cash app. We might as well make it an even 30. You feel me? Hit the cash app, support the show, help make the show great again. <laughs> help, make the, help make the show great again. You feel me? Hit the cash app and support the show. This is why you don't see Nancy Pelosi coming out condemning what Robin Hood did. You feel me? This is why you don't see her coming out condemning it, right? So let, let's pull this. Let's let's see what this says. 
So there's a lot of fascinating things happening in the strangely made up world of the stock market lately. And there's a lot going on politically. Also cars, specifically electric cars, lots going on everywhere, really. Which is why I think it's worth taking a moment to talk about House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's purchase of a lot of call options on Tesla stock and how we feel about it. So here's what's going on. A disclosure filing has revealed that House Speaker Nancy Pelosi purchased 25 call options with a stake price of $500 and an expiration date of 3-18-22, right? What this means, to be clear, I'm not a financial expert by any means. My idea of a good investment is putting a, the case of beer on the bottom shelf of the shopping cart and hoping nobody notices it. Um, I don't know why you said that in this article. That is theft, sir. And we do not condone theft. In, over here in Boss Talk Radio. Excuse me, not Boss Talk, the street conservative, my bad. Well, Boss Talk as well. We don't, we don't condone theft of any kind, sir. I am offended and appalled that you would make such a statement in a public article. How dare you? James T said a little something for the plate. Appreciate you. So it says, what this means is that Pelosi has a contract where she can buy with no obligation shares of Tesla stock at a set price before the expiration date. And these options cost her between 500,000 and $1 million. It's enough to say it's potentially an awful lot of stock in Tesla, a company that makes electric cars. This is worth mentioning because the Biden administration has announced plans to dramatically increase adoption of electric vehicles, including plans for 500,000 new charging stations by 2030 and other EV encouraging legislation. There's even plans for more electric school buses, something I think is particularly smart. Now, anyone can see the lightning writing on the walls here and realize that there's likely to be a lot of growth for EV coming up in the immediate future. Oh, that's what you see on the wall? That's not what I see on the wall, my friend. Bomber Monk Assassin said, hey, AM, here's a donation for the collection plate. Appreciate you. That's not the right Nazi on the wall, right? Smart people, let's see, smart people with resources may very well choose to buy stocks and companies that build electric cars like Tesla. Nancy Pelosi is smart and has money. So it's not shocking she made this decision, but she's also part of the government that makes the bigger decisions that make her stock buying decisions smart. 
And I'm not sure that's a good thing. No, it's not. It's illegal. I'm so sick and tired of you scrupulous, nutless cucks in the media, afraid to call a spade a spade. While Pelosi's purchase isn't particularly sinister, yes, it is. There have been recent cases of senators buying and selling stocks that feel much worse. Like the four that sold a bunch of stock just after learning about the scale of the pandemic, but before most mainstream Americans understood it. That feels a lot shadier. But there's still something about this Tesla stock option purchase that feels wrong. The increased EV adoption is good in general, and I'm not against people making money, but if you're part of the organization that makes laws that can affect, say, how many EVs get sold, I don't think you should also get to profit from that since the possibility for abuse is unsurprisingly huge. It's inside of trading. It's a conflict of interest at the very least. We have far bigger political problems going on right now, no question. But at some point, this feels like something that should be addressed. All of these efforts are rich enough. Even your if you're in the business of making laws and regulations that affect industries, how about you don't get to buy stock in any of the industries your decisions may affect, actually affect? I don't think government officials should be able to buy stock at all. That's my personal opinion. I don't believe they should be able to buy stock at all. If you want to buy stock, resign and become a private citizen. White boy Carter, he said, great show, AM, appreciate you. James said, insider trading, facts, facts. They can buy those saving bonds or whatever those useless seeming things grandparents give graduating grandkids are. I don't care if they can't get as rich as they want. If you want that public service job so bad, well, this should just be one of the trade-offs. Facts. If you want to buy stocks more, then get a job where your decisions aren't potentially altering the fate of the companies you buy stock in. As we've seen now more than ever, the stock market is really just a big game for rich people anyway. I don't see why we should let players in who can change the rules of the whole game? Facts. So let's get let, let's 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 recap and let's get this straight. Nancy Pelosi, who was a staunch advocate of getting Biden in office, could not stand Trump. Fought tooth and nail to get Biden in office, even to the degree where there is questionable 
behavior on the constitutionality, if that's a word, of whether or not he's supposed to be in there. But you led the charge, Nancy Pelosi. And it just so happens that after he gets in office, he's signing legislation to increase the production of EVs, increase the production of charging stations, and you just happen to buy a million dollars worth of freaking stock in one of the primary manufacturers of EVs. What that sound like to y'all? Trey says straight fraud. I'm gonna drop something in the collection plate. Bruh, what that sound like to you? And it just so happens so you can buy all of that stock in Tesla, regardless of the fact that you are in a position to directly affect the market. But we can't buy stock in GameStop. And oddly enough, there is a connection between Janet Yellen, who is part of the Biden administration, and one of the hedge funds that was losing money and getting their butt kicked by this Reddit group. Like, uh, bro, you, look, it don't take a rocket scientist to figure this out. It don't take a rocket scientist to figure this out. It, it sounds like an open and shut case, but here's the funny thing. Are we going to see any movement by the SEC? I doubt it. I sincerely doubt it. They're not going to raise no inquiries. They're not going to raise no inquiries. Oh, sure. If it's a Republican president or Republican senators, you know, then, you know, if it's a Republican president, Republican senators, Republican voters, oh, then the justice system moves like a well-oiled machine, even if the claims are baseless. Even if what the Republicans are being accused of is flat-out lies, there's still going to be an investigation. All of a sudden, the, the DOJ, the CIA, the FBI are going to spring into action like Elliot Ness going after John Dillinger. But when they do stuff like this, that is blatant right in your face, you can hear an ant pissing on cotton when it comes to law enforcement, both uh, uh, federal and local. There has never been a greater need in the history of America for a complete overhauling of Congress. The vast majority of those 
uh, 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 politicians need to be primary. That's just a fact. That's just a fact, bro. This is disgusting. And the funny thing about it is, you know what? I, I rebranded this show to talk about politics. I rebranded this show to talk about politics. Now, it just so happened when the GameStop thing happened, I said, oh, you know, I got some stock in GameStop. Let me jump on this topic. And lo and behold, you know, I was kind of skeptical. I was like, well, let me not shift completely to financial because I still got a little bit to talk about when it comes to these politics. I, I, I don't want to take my foot off the uh, uh, Biden administration. Oh, no, I still want to talk about that. And what do you know? Robin Hood does something that seems completely corrupt. Just like Twitter did something. Facebook did something that seems completely corrupt. You got Facebook talking about now uh, uh, trying to limit the amount of political rhetoric on its website. Gee, I wonder who that's for, right? But apparently that 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 50 some billion dollars that Twitter and Facebook lost collectively wasn't enough. But lo and behold, Robinhood does something that's very sketchy. Twitter and Facebook does something that's very sketchy. And all of it is connected to politics. <laughs> what a surprise. What a shock. What a shock. Oh, Lord. Let me give you a wrench. You can post links here. You can, if it's, if it's informative links, yeah. If it's informative links, yeah, you can post them. What, what a, what a shock, right? And there's a lot of people who are extremely offended. Don't get it twisted. There's a lot of people who are extremely offended, people in powerful positions. Because you gotta realize, it wasn't just, it wasn't just your average everyday, look, we're not crazy, okay? It wasn't just- Turner! Appreciate you, chain breaker. It wasn't just, uh, it wasn't just, average everyday amateur investors from the Reddit group that drove that price through the roof. It was also other hedge fund owners. So yesterday when they halted the purchasing, it wasn't just people of, of, of uh, the great unwashed. It wasn't just plebeians who lost money. It was also hedge fund owners. It was also people of prominence. If you think they're gonna sit by and just let that slide, you have lost your mind. You've lost your mind. You've lost your mind. You've lost your mind. They're not going to let that slide.
Dex appreciates you. He said, AM, this is better than any news channel. Hey, man, I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you. Turner! Yo, we need two more people, man. We need two more people to hit the hit the cash app. Make make the channel great again. We need two more people to hit the cash app. But a prime example of this is your boy. Your boy, the founder of Barstool Sports, Dave Portnoy. Oh, he had a lot to say about Robin Hood. Let, let's see what he had to say about Robin Hood. <laughs> let's check in on the GameStop shares and where they're trading. It comes as Robinhood resumes trading in stock, as you can see, up some 86% overnight, the trading app. Ah, see that? Soon as they allow people to trade again today, it shot up 86%. It shot up 86%. Shut up 86%. I told you. What they did yesterday drastically affected that stock. And it made a lot of people lose money. It made a lot of people lose money. Let's not get it twisted. You feel me? Shout out to Marlon. It made a lot of people lose money. And somebody has to account for that. Somebody has to account for that because nobody was doing anything wrong. You feel me? Nobody was doing anything wrong. Turner! Those hedge fund guys that lost money, look, it's all in the game, baby. You played the game. That's the risk. That's the risk. You, you ain't supposed to be... Turner, you ain't supposed to be uh 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 letting your 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 daddy your your internet daddy come rescue you. Y'all supposed to be big boys. Y'all got big bread. Put your big boy pants on and take your L's with your W's. That's the truth raised $1 billion from existing investors. And talking to Chris Cuomo last night, the app CEO ruled out interference by market makers when they decided to restrict trading in these stocks. I know that there's rumors around that, um, you know, we were directed by market makers or other market participants to do this. And I wanna be 100% clear this decision was not made on the direction of any market maker or uh, other market participant. Listening to that with us, Dave Portnoy, the founder of Barstool Sports, to say he's been vocal opponent. Dwayne said, you play to win the game. Yeah, everybody plays to win the game, but you can't win 100% of the time. Everybody plays the, everybody plays the game to win, but it's just like a football team. You go out on the field to win, but somebody else is on the field to win too. So you're not going to win every time because eventually the other team is going to want it better. And they're going to want it worse. Batter's not a word, my bad. They're going to want it worse. They're going to want it more. That's, that's more grammatically correct. The other team is going to want it more. Okay? And what we saw yesterday and day before yesterday is 
the folks that were pushing the value of the stock up, they wanted it more. They wanted it more, but the, the, the hedge fund guys, you know, that were trying to bottom out that stock, they got, uh, they got outsmarted. And, and, and like always, as always, whenever, uh, Wall Street is engaged in its schemes and they scheme don't go right and they lose a ton of money, what do they expect? They expect to get bailed out by somebody. Do you get bailed out when you lose your money? If you go down to the local casino, if, they're, if, they're, if they allow gambling in your city and you lose $30,000, does somebody bail you out? If you go and lose a ton of money in the lottery over the next year, does anybody bail you out? No. No. Shout out to James. He said, almost got away with it. If it wasn't for those kids and that meddling dog. Facts. 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 They almost got away with it. Almost got away with it. Almost, you almost, you almost. Oh, you almost had it. You gotta be quicker than that. You gotta be quicker than that. You almost had it. You almost had it. Yo, shout out to Mr. Low Key. He said, Can I post my Weebull link? What is Weebull? I don't know what that is. What's Weebull? What's Weebull? I don't know what that is. Turner! What's, what's Weebull? What is that? Can somebody, can somebody help me out? I don't know what that is. Shout out to Bebo Lottie. He said, this house isn't winning. Laugh my A off. Yeah. It's a trading app. It's like Robin Hood. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can you can post it if you want. I don't care. I don't care. If somebody want to choose to hit that link, that's, you know, I don't care. Let's see. Evo Lottie, appreciate you. <clears throat> Turner. Malcolm in the middle, he said, I'm getting that angry couch vibe. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, we on it. We on it. We on it, trust me, we on it. Turner! But let's, let's, you know, you said it's a way better trading app. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check it out because if, if Robinhood keeps doing the goofiness that it's doing, um, you know, I'm, I'm gonna pull out. My pullout game is strong. You feel me? I just I just pulled up out of a uh, uh, stash. I got a strong pullout game, fam. I didn't leave nothing over there. <laughs> Not a drop. 
But let's see what the dude had to say. Hold on. To Robin Hood's actions is an understatement, but we like those. Dave, great to have you back with us. What angered you most about what happened yesterday? Well, I mean, they, they basically, the name of the company is Robin Hood, steal from the rich, give to the poor, and they did the exact opposite. They stole from the poor and gave back to the rich. I uh, unequivocally don't believe what he just said. Vlad, I think he's lying about that. Uh, there's just no rational explanation on why they would do what they did without outside pressure, interference. They had to know what they did was against all their clients. Their clients were the ones who were making money and they basically cratered the stock on purpose. So I, I, I just don't believe anything that guy says. I want to take a cold shower after seeing him say that. <laughs> uh, the Robin Hood CEO is not here to defend himself and he has an open invite and long has to come on this show to, uh, to defend himself and talk about what happened. What if the share price had been falling though, Dave, and people would have been losing money? Would you have been as angry? Well, I mean, that's the risk that traders do. And, and the stock market itself has triggers when there's unusual activity, it halts trading. But the, the people who invest in this stock weren't doing it with their eyes shut. They know there's risk. And I've asked this a lot. You know, I, how many times when the hedge funds are making millions of dollars, billions of dollars, there's an article that I saw, Citadel make $6.7 billion on volatility of stock market. How often do they stop it and say, hold on? No, it never happens that way. This is the first time I can ever remember where you could only uh, sell a stock, you couldn't buy it. If they were that concerned, they should have froze it. And you can't sell or buy. And if people want to liquidate at the price they had the stock, that's fair, but to crater it, and again, I, in the history of the stock market, don't... And see, that's the thing, too. That's what, that's what really gives it away. That's what gives it away. They didn't halt the stock completely. They just stopped you from buying it, but allowed selling. You know what that means? That gives the freaking hedge fund owners that's losing money when they stop it and it drops and the value drops, they're like, okay, cool. We can go ahead and, and get out of this position and sell it and salvage some of the money we lost. Anybody can look and see what that was, man. Don't ever hear the rich guys, the institutional firms, the hedge funds saying, hold on, we're making too much money. You better protect us in case it goes the other way. This seemed like it was just the little guy was winning and the rules changed on the fly. Yeah, it seemed like panic. I think to everybody it seemed like panic. They've clearly had to raise a lot of money as well to shore up their own position. They're like a young company though as well and they've had this swarm of new investors coming onto the platform. I guess you could make the argument that they have to make sure that people have the money in their accounts to be able to buy these stocks. But Dave, I think you raise a good point. This stock's up a thousand percent year to date. Action should have been taken surely earlier and should have been communicated better. Yeah, and, and I saw his interview on CNBC, Vlad, and this is a direct quote from me. He said it was not a liquidity issue, and he said it was to protect the people on Robinhood. That's garbage. How did that protect the people on Robinhood? I'd like to find one person on Robinhood who feels that they were protected. They literally intentionally cratered the stock, unless they're the dumbest people alive. If you only let people sell and you can't buy, Pretty obvious what's going to happen with stock, and that's exactly what it did. It cratered it.
and then they relaxed the rules. Again, Robin Hood not here to defend themselves over what they were doing, whether it was to shore up their own position, the artificially created selling pressure, because that's clearly what we saw in the market. Um, I think to your point, you know, they, the access to these platforms is free. And part of the way they do that, the business model is they get all these orders from people and they, they give them to a bigger company. In this case, one of them is Citadel Securities, and you've mentioned the name, so I'm bringing it up. And, and they get paid for that. And that's also, I think, what's created this sort of stinky sense that perhaps information on their positions was being shared with one of these hedge funds, quite frankly, but that hedge fund says it's not. Um, either you get democratization of finance and you get free access or perhaps you need to pay for it and you don't have those concerning relationships going on. What's the answer? Yeah, Do you well, get charged for using this platform or should it remain free? I, I, I have no problem with it remaining free. I just, if you can't change the rules midstream is my bigger thing. And I, I did bring up Citadel, but it's well known that Citadel uh, and, and gave money to Melvin, who shorted GameStock, and then you have Citadel, who's involved with Robinhood, and there's a lot of very interesting things, but essentially it appears, from my point of view, that by cratering these stocks, they allowed these hedge funds to get out of their shorts. So that's what it looks like happened. That's what and, happened. You know, these people can go in front and, and say things that if you are logically thinking about what they're saying, Vlad and others, they don't make sense. They just don't. It seems like we're being fed lines, um, and I just don't believe it. Dave, do you think this is exactly what they did? They halted the trading, they halted the buying, but allowed the selling so that these hedge fund guys could get out of their short. That's that's all they did. Systems rigged. Yes, 100%. I, there's not a doubt in my mind that I think the system's rigged. Wall Street, I, I think if you ask most Americans, they'd say, yeah, it's a dirty game. I said this yesterday. Julie, it takes a lot for uh, AOC and Donald Trump Jr. to be on the same side of an issue. <laughs> but they were yesterday. We haven't been able to agree on anything. Suddenly, every... And that right there is why I say Robin Hood is in trouble. If you got AOC, Ted Cruz, Donald Trump, I think even Ja Rule weighed in on it. Uh, yeah, we're... we're, we're we're uh, talking about the um, short that happened yesterday and the disaster on Wall Street. Uh, we got Ja Rule here uh, in order to give us some clarity on the situation. Where is Ja? You feel me? Even Ja Rule weighed in on it. So, <laughs> you know it's bad. The last time Ja Rule weighed in on a disaster, it was 9-11. So you know it's bad, bruh. When Ja Rule comes out of hiding to speak, he probably lost some money. He probably was trying to make a comeback, bro. So, like, look, when you got Donald Trump Jr., AOC, and freaking Ted Cruz in agreement, it don't look good, Robin Hood. It don't look good, bruh. Yeah, it's murder. <laughs> ja Rule got murdered in the stock market yesterday, bro. Everybody's like, wait a minute, this stinks. We had to make a very difficult decision to protect uh, our customer. Yo, doesn't Cuomo always look like a deer caught in the headlights? He always is sitting there looking like, 
Hold on, let me let me let me go. Look, does he always look like a deer caught in the headlights? <laughs> look at the look on his face. Doesn't he always look like he's just like just just lost? And and I'm wondering, I bet you any amount of money, Cuomo, you ain't spoke on your brother yet, have you? You ain't spoke on your brother yet, have you? That disaster destroying New York City. You, you haven't spoke on him yet, have you? Don't y'all know that they just found out that when it comes to those uh, uh, pandemic deaths in the, uh, in the nursing homes, New York actually underreported it by 50%. 50%. So they didn't even tell us about, they only told us about half. Now keep in mind, the amount of deaths that happened in those nursing homes because they were funneling sick people into those nursing homes, it was already horrific. But the truth of the matter is, and this is me being literal, we didn't even know the half of it. Anybody who votes for Cuomo is crazy. I think he needs to be impeached. I think his brother need to be kicked off of CNN. And it, the whole family needs to be disgraced. Flat out. Simply for what they did to New York City. SKC said, as usual, White House has nothing to say about GME. Yeah, they quiet. They quiet. We need to holler. We need to get Ja Rule on the phone so he can make some sense of all of this. Decision to protect uh, our customers and our firm. Why? Uh, but we in no way. Uh, why? Explain why you had to do it if it wasn't to protect the guys who had shorted uh, the stocks, which are the big hedge funds. How are you helping the little guy investors? Well, I know that there's rumors around that. Um, you know, we were directed by market makers or other market participants to do this. And I want to be 100% clear, this decision was not made on the direction of any market maker or uh, other market participants. I'm going to tell you why he did it. I'm going to tell you why he did it. You want to know why he did it? When those hedge fund owners decided to short the, the, the game uh, stop stock, right? They decided to get in on that action. They decided to get in on that action. Robin Hood decided to get in on that action. And basically, they put a stop to the freaking trading to keep from losing their money. That's what happened. I'm willing to bet you any amount of money that's what happened. And if, and if, if they can prove it, somebody's going to prison. Somebody is going to prison. Straight up and down. Somebody's going to prison. If they can prove it, somebody's going. They stopped the uh, trading of that stock and left the selling so that they could save their own position, so they could get out of that short. That's what that was. That's what that was. Participants. So why'd you do it? Robinhood, uh, as a brokerage, has lots of financial requirements, SEC requirements. We have to put up money at clearing houses. The amount of money that we have to put up depends on market volatility and 
we're in historic uh, we're in a historic situation where there's a lot of activity and a lot of buying concentrated in a relatively small number of symbols that are going viral on social media. So we haven't really seen anything like this before. And to to prudently manage uh, the the risk and the deposit requirements, uh, we had to restrict buying in these 13 stocks. But customers that held them could sell throughout. Uh, thousands of other securities and stocks on our platform were available to freely trade. And our number one priority, as you mentioned, is to make sure our platform is reliable, stable for our customers. We're serving our customers and giving them the tools. But that's exactly and what's we're a doing question everything now. in our power to turn it back on as soon as prudent. But that's the thing, is that the trust is in question because it seems like the only people who are getting hurt were the big shots. And that if they were benefiting from this, your small investors now believe that you wouldn't have shut down the game. And just one thing without getting in the weeds. Holy crap. Robinhood is in trouble. I actually agree with Cuomo. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. You know what, Robinhood? Y'all messed up. You saw what happened. See, I predict something. I'm gonna predict something right here today on the street conservative. And I want you to tell me if you agree. There's a whole bunch of companies because they saw what just happened in Washington with this past election. There's a whole bunch of companies thinking that it's open season to break the law and do whatever they want. And they don't realize you ain't got the connections to do all of that. Watch, there's going to be a whole bunch of companies that's going to get hemmed up because they think it's open season to do whatever they want because they just witnessed a freaking election where everybody was pretty much just behaving like it was a lawless country. Not to mention all of the freaking riots and stuff that they're not enforcing any laws on. That's what happened. It was like, oh, ain't nobody gonna notice. You, you gotta be, yo, you gotta be doing something wrong for me to agree with Cuomo. You gotta be, oh my God, this is horrible. This is horrible. Robin Hood is in trouble. Y'all in trouble, bruh. I hear. You don't control the listing venue for GameStop. Now I used to work in finance, so I know this stuff, but the audience doesn't need to. The New York Stock Exchange does. So if anybody was gonna control the listing and shut it down, it should have been them, but it was- that's why I said yesterday that I smell a freaking, look, this is what I said yesterday, okay? And y'all forgive me, I'm, I'm about to go into my Petey Green real quick. I'm about to go into my InfoWars real quick, you feel what I'm saying? I'm about to go ape shit real quick. I said it yesterday. Class action lawsuits coming. I said that yesterday. Now, somebody in the chat room said, nah, they can't sue because the market has the ability to stop trading if it's going to crash the market or if something bad is going to happen or if there's irregular trading. But Robinhood is not the market. Robinhood is not the New York Stock Exchange. They're an individual company that just happens to have a brokerage firm. They don't have the ability to freaking stop trading. 
just willy-nilly because they feel like it. They don't have the ability to decide which stocks can be bought and which stocks can't be bought. That is a SEC freaking violation. And I'm not even in the stock market. I'm not even a broker. And I know that. I know that. That's a SEC freaking violation, bro. Ruminant, appreciate you. You said the more big words, the deeper the BS. Facts. Mr. Lowkey said you could trade after hours on Webull. That's what's up. Already signed my name on a class action out of NYC. I gotta get ah, I gotta get on it. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. SKC, where can I find that class action lawsuit? I definitely gotta attach my name to it. Uh, Bomber Monk Assassin said a bunch of people are about to go to Club Pin. Yeah, Club Fed. They, they about to go to Club Fed. That's what's about to happen, bro. Like, they about to go to the pin. They about to hit the big house behind this. Because his Negro splaining ain't working. If the left is mad at him, you know it's over. It's over. If it was just conservatives that was mad, I'd be like, uh. <laughs> David says, sign on AM and get that money you need for that house you want. Oh, oh yes. Oh yes. And guess what? I'm not the only one in this household that was uh, trying to buy shares. My, my girl was trying to buy shares too. So we both got a claim. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. I'm doing, I'm gonna get on that right after this show. It wasn't, it was you. Uh, and the reason that they do it is very limited. They do it because they think there's evidence of fraud or they think that there needs to be a material disclosure by the company that hasn't been made. And that's done to protect the investor. You check none of those boxes here because you don't control the venue. You didn't know about any information that GameStop or any of these other stocks needed to put out. You don't have any reason to believe there's fraud that you've articulated. And you're certainly not protecting these people who've been living the dream of making money, especially at the expense of the big guys. So why should people believe you did this for the right reasons? Well, we, we have no choice. We have to comply with all financial uh, requirements. And the SEC hasn't said you had to do this. <laughs> well, lots of brokers uh, have to uh, comply with these financial requirements and restrict and have issued restrictions on some of these names. Uh, and get to the chopper! This is an industry-wide thing. You yourself mentioned that other brokers this week have imposed restrictions. And not speaking for other firms, but for Robinhood in particular, this isn't because there's uh, you know deals happening with market makers we route to or market participants. But These then why are... did you allow people to keep selling but not buying? Come on, man. The reason that is so troubling to people is that they were making money buying the stock because they were against the short side. And so by enabling them to sell but not buy, it sounds like you were allowing the hedge funds, and again, one of them owns a piece of you, and they had a big short position, and that looks like a stinky conflict that you didn't come out straight on from the start. Address that. Wait. Oh my God. I, I can't believe I actually agree with Cuomo. Oh my God. This. 
This year is off to a weird start. <laughs> it's off to a weird start, bro. Shout out to Nigel. He said for sharing these tendies. <laughs> Yo, we getting off to we getting off to a weird start, bro. Turner. Well, not, none of that had anything to do with our decision to do this. Again, this was just looking at regulatory requirements, financial requirements. Um, and we 100% will always protect our customers where the entire business is operating to empower individual investors and has been since its founding. And that's what Robinhood is committed to continue to do. So we want, we don't want to restrict buying in these 13 stocks. Um, we're doing the best we can to re-enable it as long as it's operationally and, uh, and, and prudent from a deposit standpoint. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Somebody's in deep doo-doo. Somebody is in deep doo-doo. Deep doo-doo. I smell a I smell a SEC investigation coming. At the very least, somebody might mess around and win them class action lawsuits. I'm definitely gonna attach my name to it. You better believe that. I had in orders. I had in orders for freaking I had in orders for for uh for GameStop and AMC. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Yeah, they robbing the hood. That's crazy. How, how you name your app Robin Hood and then you turn around and rob from the uh 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 rob from yeah, Cuomo was on him. How you turn around and rob from the freaking poor and give to the rich? Jesus Christ. Like, really? Like, seriously. And, and you got, look. <clears throat> you got, you got the freaking press secretary. You got Biden's press secretary straight up trying to ignore these questions. That should tell you something right there. That should tell you something right there. Let's see, when asked about GameStop, Paskey, I guess that's how you pronounce that name, Paskey, evades question, says the job-killing Biden administ administration's focus is getting Americans back to work. Really? Really? This, this is hilarious. This is hilarious. White House Press Secretary on Friday was asked again about GameStop and once again she evaded the question. Baskey doesn't answer any questions asked by reporters during press briefings. She either refers reporters to other agencies or she's or says she will circle back. 
A reporter asked Paskey if Joe Biden plans on addressing the GameStop controversy when he meets with uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen today. No, Paskey said. The reporter pushed back on Paskey and, and reminded her that it's a big story. She said, I know it's a big story, but our focus and our big story is getting Amer the American people back to work. <laughs> this is embarrassing. This is embarrassing. Like, you know, the hits just keep coming. The hits just keep coming. Like, I'm pretty sure Donald Trump is somewhere laughing his ass off. And then you got, then you got, this, this is what's hilarious to me. You got freaking John Kerry, you know, Lurch. You, you got him up there as the, as the new freaking um, environmental czar or some crap. How are you an environmental czar and you got a private jet? Can somebody explain that to me? Can someone please explain that to me? Some, somebody make that make sense to me. How on God's green earth, how on God's green earth are you supposed to be about the environment and you're playing a role in guaranteeing that 52,000 people, well, not guaranteeing because it's already done, 52,000 people have already lost their jobs behind the premise of we need to be greener. And then you got your homeboy basically threatening and then backpedaling that he's going to freaking ban fracking. Meanwhile, your freaking environmental guy has a freaking private jet. Yeah, John Kerry's a hobosexual. He certainly is. He certainly is. Fake Kennedy wannabe chump. I said it. I said it. I said it about that fake potato face Kennedy wannabe. And then this is what this is what should alarm you about this. You, do you notice that Joe Biden's administration is picking a bunch of losers to be in his administration? How long has Kerry been in all, in public office and has absolutely no freaking effect in any way in in policy? Like, it's like he's, yo, he's like freaking Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, like literally rounding up, rounding up a whole team of misfits. Like, are you serious? Bevo Lottie said, is this what people cried and moaned for? Yeah, this is what they fought and complained about. And it's so hilarious because they fought and complained to get him in there. Now they're fighting and complaining that he's in there. It's the goofiest thing I've ever seen in my life, man. Turner! Let's see, Levy and Kor Korinsky. 
out of NYC is handling one of the class actions. Okay. Yeah, we 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 gonna get in on that. We gonna get in on. I'm gonna get a piece of that. I want some piece of that. I want a lot of that. Of course, he married into money. You feel me? He married into money. This, this is why. This is why Patrice O'Neill was cracking jokes on him back in the day. He said, "How can I take you seriously when your wife is infinitely more interesting than you? Like she owns ketchup, bruh." She owns the Heinz freaking uh, uh, empire, right? It's like, bruh, he said, he said her hyphen gotta be super long. Like, you know, uh, uh, Heinz and then way like a mile down the street, you got Carrie. Like, why would he, he may as well, he may as well be John Heinz. Like, real talk. <laughs> He may as well be John Hines. This, this is goofy. Look, John Kerry, the Biden administration's special presidential envoy for climate, owns a private jet, several mansions, and a mega yacht. John Kerry's private jet emits 166 metric tons of carbon over the past year, the same as 36 cars would in one year. The plane registered to the U.S. Special Envoy on Climate, John Kerry's family, emitted as much carbon as around 36 typical passenger cars in one year. Flight logs obtained via aviation data firm FlightAware show that the Kerry family's Gulfstream GIVSP spent around 22 hours and 22 minutes in the air over the past year using paramount business jets emissions calculator fox news found that carries plan uh uh plane accumulated an estimate 166 metric tons of carbon between trips dating from february 9th of 2020 to january 10th of 2021 for comparison, the Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA, estimates that the typical passenger vehicle emits about 4.6 metric tons of carbon dioxide per year. The calculation assumed a car that drives around 11,500 miles per year with a fuel economy of about 22 miles per gallon. John Kerry is integral to Joe Biden's war on energy. After Biden killed tens of thousands of jobs by canceling contracts with the Keystone XL pipeline, John Kerry told the unemployed oil workers to go make solar panels. Like, are you serious? Are you serious? But this is what you liberal leftist Democrats voted for. Are you serious? You voted for this BS because orange man bad. 
Orange man bad. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. The most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. And like I said, he's rounding up a motley crew of some of the biggest misfits, some of the biggest losers Washington has ever seen. I told you about the one chick that he hired to his administration that lost tens of millions, no, hundreds of millions of dollars to a Nigerian freaking scam. Lost hundreds of millions of taxpayer dollars Y'all think I'm joking. <clears throat> Breaking news. I'll pull it up right here so you can see it on the big screen. Breaking news. New Biden hire allowed Washington state to be defrauded out of millions by Nigerian scammers. It was announced Friday that Susie Levine, commissioner of Washington state's employment security department will be leaving her post at the end of January to take a position in the Biden administration. Levine was directly responsible for the loss of hundreds of millions of dollars from Washington state unemployment funds after the agency was defrauded by Nigerian scammers. Jesus Christ. He's putting together one hell of a team over there. One hell of a team. Come on, man. Like, are you serious? Are you serious? This is crazy. James said Berkshire Hathaway owns Burlington North Santa Fe that ships 85% oil and gas by rail. That's why the pipeline had to die. Wow. Unreal. Unreal. This is the worst collection of misfits I've ever seen since Revenge of the Nerds. It's almost like because he's such a loser that he's running around collecting every loser in Washington that had a failed presidential run. Because don't forget, Kerry had a failed presidential run. You feel me? There's a reason these people don't get voted in like that. And, and you know what? I'm going to tell you the truth. People need to start paying more attention to local elections. You got to start paying more attention. Some of these people should not be senators. Some of these people should not be congressmen and women. They shouldn't. You got to start paying attention down ticket. This is disgusting. He's got a bunch of clowns in his administration that are going to run this country into the ground if given the proper opportunity. Luckily, you have... Uh, uh, Texas and other states pushing, a back, pushing back on some of the BS. I think Texas just recently won a lawsuit against the Biden administration who was trying to release 100,000 illegal immigrants. 
in the middle of a pandemic. Are you serious? Are you serious? This is crazy. This is crazy. This this is beyond ridiculous, man. This is beyond ridiculous. But anyway. Anyway, I'm about to get up out of here. Wow, we almost got 40 contributors. Should I go for the hat trick? Is it possible for me to get five more? Is it possible? Is it possible? Could it be possible? And man, 500 people watching? Yeah, it should be possible. Yeah, it should be possible, man. Come on, man. Let's get five more people. Let's get five more. Let's get five new people. The rest of y'all that contributed, man, don't double up. Let's get five new people, man. Let's get five new people. And I'm going to tell you something right now. This White House press secretary is a joke. She's a joke, yo. She gets up there. She doesn't answer no questions. None but a bunch of deflections. Like, you would think she had Wonder Woman's uh, bracelets on up there. All she does is deflect. It's disgusting to watch. And then Biden, half the time when he's sitting up there talking at the, at the freaking, I wouldn't doubt that the freaking desk in the Oval Office has to be wiped down every hour on the hour to get the drool off of it. Because I'm almost certain that in between press conferences and, 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 and meeting with staff, he's in there knocked out. He's in there sleep half the time. I'm willing to bet you any amount of money on it. He's in there sleep half the time. Uh-oh, I think we might have got five. I think we might have got five new people. Let's see. The one, he said, 2021, the fall of America. I hope not. <laughs> Fubar said, like Bernie Mac used to say, somebody in trouble. Trouble. <laughs> Slim said, for the crypto fund, crypto gang, no doubt. Shout out to the crypto gang. You feel me? I'm a new member of the crypto gang. With all this foolishness going on, you got to put your money somewhere. <laughs> this is crazy. Turner! Shout out to Curtis. Appreciate you. This is crazy, man. <laughs> Turner! Elias, appreciate you. We got, we got five. I think we got five new people. That's what's up. I think we got five new people. That's what's up, man. I appreciate y'all. Appreciate you, Elias. Turner. <clears throat> Mr. Williams, appreciate y'all. Shout out to Mr. Williams and shout out to Clue. Thank y'all for helping us reach this Turner, reach this goal. You feel me? 
like I said, man, we, we're we're gonna turn her. We're definitely gonna keep track of everything that's going on. Cause this is crazy. Zovature said it's gotta be wiped down whenever Jill changes his diapers on it. <laughs> now, I gotta disagree with you, bro. He doesn't wear diapers, okay? He wears depends. There's a huge difference. <laughs> Zovachua said, hold on, my bad, I already read that one. Shout out to Slim for the membership. Look, I'm going to tell you something else too. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something else. Yo, it, it is beyond hilarious. You know the only upside to this entire situation? Normally... Whenever somebody becomes president, James, appreciate you said the island of misfits from Rudolph the Raid. Yeah. So the only upside is whenever somebody becomes a president, you rarely hear anything from the vice president. That's the only silver lining to this cloud is the fact that we don't have to endure uh, chamomile hat asses mouth 24-7. What's going on, Mike? I told you, Mike. I told you that that stock would go up the moment they opened back up the trading on it. I told you, bruh. <laughs> you know I was going to say I told you so. But yeah, we, we don't got to listen to Chamomile hat ass no more now that she's VP. She's somewhere doing God knows what with God knows who, planning God knows what. But yo, I'm going to tell you something real though um, about Joe. Go look at when he's signing those, um, those executive orders. Do you notice I haven't seen him lift one? Remember whenever Trump signed an executive order, he would pick it up and show it to everybody? Have y'all seen Biden show any executive order yet? Have you ever seen him lift it up and show it to anybody? Have any of y'all seen him lift it up and show it to anybody? You know why he doesn't show it? Because it ain't nothing on the paper. It ain't nothing on the paper. He's signing blank checks, yo. He's signing blank checks. Oloom said Biden is Obama 2.0. Yeah, he is. He's signing blank checks, y'all. There's nothing on those papers. nothing on those papers man he's signing blank checks man and i predict that even i predict that he's gonna be another he's gonna be another jimmy carter in other words he's only gonna get four years if that turner he's only gonna get four years if that Kevin said, down here in Texas, they just passed the Independence Referendum Act, which will allow Texas to govern our own state without the White House involved. 
basically succeeding from holy crap did they do it i'm moving to texas i'm moving to texas y'all i'm going i'm going i'm going that that look i was trying to decide whether or not i was going to go to texas or florida that bruh 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 i'm i'm getting up out of here bruh i'm i'm getting up out of here bruh did they really pass it hold on i gotta look this up Hold on. Somebody got to give me a link, man. Somebody got to give me a link, man. Did they really pass it? Did they really pass it? I, I, somebody got to give me a link. Somebody give me a link, man. I need a link before I start celebrating. <laughs> I need a link before I start celebrating, man. I need a link. Let me, I need a link. You, you already got a, you already got a wrench, Kevin. Throw me a link in there, fam. Obama said, you're going to see a lot of states follow suit and secede from America. Yeah. Somebody send me a link, fam. Come on, I know somebody got a link. Come on, man. I know somebody got a link. Said the process takes a couple of years to complete from what I hear. Ooh, wee. 
He said down here in Texas, they just passed the in Independence Referendum Act. Texas Independence Referendum Act. You found the link, bronze post posted in the chat room. Posted in the chat room. There we go. Does the Texas Independence Referendum Act actually pave the way for succession? This week, Texas Representative Kyle Biederman filed House Bill 1359, also known as the Texas Independence Referendum Act. If passed, it could pave the way for the Lone Star State to succeed from the union. And y'all said it passed. Y'all said it passed. See, I can't find nothing on it. I can't find nothing to say in the past. Peterman is a Republican member of the House of Texas representatives from District 73, which encompasses Kamal, Galipsy, Gil, Gil, Gilsby, and Kendall counties in the eastern portion of Texas County. For the bill, for his bill, he cited Article 1, Section 2 of the Texas Constitution says if a government strays away from Republic principles, then residents have the inalienable right to change it. However, political scientist Professor Aaron Favor says the idea of succession was settled long ago. Yeah, it was the Civil War, said Dr. Favor. That doesn't really apply. It doesn't really apply. And the reason why it doesn't apply is because Texas did not start out as a state in America. Well, we're going to find out. I'm going to do some more research on it. I want to see that it got passed. I'm going to do some research on it. But yo, man, I'm about to get up out of here because I might do a show at 11. I'm not sure. If I don't do a show at 11, I'll do one tomorrow. Um, But I appreciate you guys for tuning in. I appreciate you guys for helping us reach the goal. 
Charles said, good content. Appreciate you, Charles. But like I said, I'm about to get up out of here, man. Shout out to everybody for coming through. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Turner! Hope you guys have a great weekend. If I don't do boss talk tonight, I'll do it tomorrow. Either way, you're going to get another show, so don't worry about that. But yo, y'all already know what it is, man. Make sure if you have not become a patron of the channel, become a patron of the channel. Uh, $20 gets you access to the website. Well, the website is free to access. If you want to get the replays of the videos, you have to get the password on Patreon. And to get access to that password, it's $20 to become a patron. Those of you that are looking for the password, go to the main page. Go to the main, uh, uh, go to my main page, right? Let me see, let me pull it up so you can see, because a lot of people always asking me about the password, like they can't find the password. So what you, what you want to do, what you want to do is you want to go to my page. All right, so if you go to my page, if you go to my page, which is patreon.com forward slash the angry man, if you become a member right here for $20, right? You'll be able to access this. See where it says website password for replays good through January 2021. So that's the most recent password. If you become a $20 patron, you'll be able to get the password right there. You can take that password, copy it, and then you come over to the website. You come over to the website at thestreetconservative.com. You click on the exclusive videos and you'll be prompted to put the password right there. So copy it from the from the Patreon website and then paste it right there, hit enter and you'll be able to get in. It's that easy. It's that easy. Shout out to James, he says somebody got chat, somebody to the chat got HR 139 house bill. Clue said, Tom Likas used to say, you can be a man in Texas, unlike California, on his LA radio show. Ha! <laughs> Word. Word. But yo, man, I'm about to get up out of here, man. Like I said, hope you guys have a great Friday night. I'll check you guys out later. Keep the faith, hold the line, keep the pride, and most of all, stay conservative, my friends. I'll let y'all later. Deuces.